fucking let's roll the tape. Let's roll the tape. Boom. This is. What is this? You throwing it to me? This is hot property, baby. Oh shit. Yeah. Nice. What did you think it was? Movie, movie. Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, so if it was movie, movie. One. If I had even thought it was movie, movie, I'd be panicking because I have nothing prepared. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to prepare anything because, as our listeners of of shows on the Hot Property Podcast Network know, um, the next episode of Movie, Movie, um, is not one that requires any actual front loading of movie watching. We're going to be stealing the format of taste buds and battling which character is better, <laughs> Indiana Jones or Han Solo. And I think the listeners will probably know who has picked which character at this point, pretty obviously. And um, so, yes. So you don't prep for that. Um, there's actually probably more prep for this show, Hot Property, which is available at Hot Property Pod on all of the things. And uh, we would love for you to subscribe and tell your friends and leave a review and all that fucking shit, man. And you like My merch? name is Dan Scully. We got some merch. My name is Steven Richards. And we our merch, merch is at tinyurl.com slash hot prop shop. Right on. See, nicely <laughs> done. You were ready. You act like you weren't ready. You were as ready as you could possibly be. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. So I'm ready to party because... I have been busting my ass, as our listeners know, um, on a health kick. Busting a nut, busting asses, and busting up trusts, because I'm a trust buster for the day. Uh, I have been working the last six months on getting my my numbers in my blood work back to normal. The numbers. The numbers. I had high cholesterol. You got high numbers, do you? An elevated liver enzyme. Elevated and, liver um, enzymes yield ELE. That's right. Say. Everybody love everybody. Yeah. And um, I've corrected both of these things through diet and exercise. So I have staved off, per my most recent blood work, I've staved off an unneeded prescription uh, for the current moment. I do have to stay true to this path so I can continue to drop it because my cholesterol is still high, but I dropped it by like nearly 100 points. Whatever you know, their measurement drop the cholesterol is. Real quick. What's that? Cocaine. Oh, that'll totally do it. And yeah. I lost 15 pounds, which cocaine can really put that into. Add 25 to that at least. Yeah, add 25 or yeah. subtract 100. It can yeah. go either way. I've seen cokeheads do either thing, where they're so jacked up that they want to eat everything, or they're so jacked up that they can't even think about food. Um, so I've done both of these things successfully. And then later that same day, I had my performance review at work and it went well. So I'm just kind of riding high right now. But as a celebration, I did eat $20 worth of Taco Bell treats uh, right after I got the blood work done, uh, which is before I knew the results. And then when I got the results yesterday, I uh, went down to Vincenzo's Deli and got the most bangingest chicken cutlet broccoli rub and provolone hoagie with the sides of side of mozzarella sticks ever so i did i did some of that to just kind of like get my head back into it and today i went back to oatmeal and veggies and all that shit and i just i it sounds so ridiculous and this sounds so fucking dorky and this sounds so fucking like you know just like social media influencery but when i got the blood work at results, hot property pod on instagram 
yes when i when i got the results i like had to fight back a tear because it just felt good to have worked so hard and actually have it pay off so no man you deserve every pat on the back especially for me. the accolade you give yourself which i find is the hardest accolade to give you deserve all of them congratulations my friend thank you thank you sir thank you and you know and i think that the kind of these kinds of life changes are are fascinating because you think they're difficult until you get into a habit and then you end up feeling so good that it's easy to maintain because like the way I feel is that much better, but it's certainly not something that like, you know, like I, I, if I, if I was living alone, I don't think I would have been as successful. Like having Jenna around was helpful having, uh, you know, you and Scott as, as support people, shout out Scott, uh, is very helpful fuck you, too. Scott. So fuck you, Scott, you piece of shit, you fucking slob. Um, but yeah, having a bunch of slobs together, all trying to to correct our our slob ways, has been a huge help, and I think it'll be a continued help. So thank you, sir. Um, I had ice cream for breakfast. Sometimes you gotta have ice so cream for breakfast. I don't know. I don't know how much things should be coming my way. Well, you know, it's that's the thing though too is like. At the end of the day, like you still got to live life. Yeah. You know, and even though I'm eating oatmeal and eating salmon and eating all that, like I tried the Enchirito, the Taco Bell treat that I that I voted for. I wanted to talk about this. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. I mean, it's just a sloppy burrito with with melted cheese and enchilada sauce on it. It's a little more tart than I would like in the enchilada sauce department. But like overall, it's good. And when it's the cherry on top of a giant special combo that you already ate. Uh, there's nothing better. I do love, an Chirito. You know what I love at Taco Bell is the breakfast crunch wraps. I only had one once, and this was years ago. I don't really remember. I gotta say, man, it's probably the second best fast food breakfast, Wendy's being the first. I still, to this day, I don't believe I've ever had a, uh, I don't believe I've ever had a Wendy's breakfast item. I, I would implore you to use your next celebration meal on a Wendy's breakfast, even though it is a risk because you never had it before. I would, I would, I would say you're gonna enjoy it. I'm open to it. I, uh, you're gonna like I, the things you taste. I guarantee it. <laughs> Thank you. Is that from Hen's Warehouse? They provide all the eggs Wen's, for breakfast. Wen's Warehouse. Wen's Wendy's Warehouse. <laughs> well, I will say this: when it comes to fast food, I think quality-wise, in you know, of like the OG fast food yeah. uh, folks, I think Wendy's is top-notch. You know what is cool too is that the veggies are always cold. Veggies are always cold. Yeah. Um, and I I think the burgers are are of generally higher they're, quality. They're a little heavy-handed with the mayo. A little heavy-handed with the mayo, yeah. but I'm a mayo guy, so I don't mind. Not me. Um, Not me. But, you know, you can always just say, hey, okay. but they, they have the best nuggets. They have fantastic fries. <laughs> They've got the Frosty, um, which is unbelievable. And they got all those little chicken wraps that I think put the, the wraps of other places to shame. Like, I could eat a couple McDonald's items, and I'll go, wow, I just ate a bunch of, like, food toys. But if I eat, if you know what I'm saying, like, but yeah, if I yeah. eat Wendy's, I know I'm lying to myself when I say this, but I do feel more like I can say I just ate something substantial. Dude, the pretzel uh, bacon cheeseburger is like one of my favorite burgers. It's so good. Yeah. And they're always doing weird shit like that. They're always pulling out bacon. They got a ghost jam. pepper one they're now. They're pulling out ghost peppers. They're yeah. putting, you know, like, 
they're doing things that other fast food places aren't you know they're they're like oh we've got a bourbon glazed you know pretzel bombs or whatever like you're not getting that at fucking mcdonald's mcdonald's no. you're just rearranging the items that you have taco bell as much as i love it deep down in my soul you're just rearranging the same few ingredients that's Wendy's most is, is pushing it most yeah, tex-mex is just tex-mex is just marketing it's just food. marketing it's a uh, mercado yeah well, that's just market, um, but I don't know how to say marketing in Spanish. Can I tell you about a thought I had while I was eating ice cream for breakfast? Absolutely. So I'm I wake up and was <laughs> your thought? What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> kind of. Um, so it's in that vein for sure. I woke up and I was like feeling a certain way. And I was like, I was I know I have half a pint of Heath uh ice cream in the fridge. In that the fridge. stuff can't just sit in your freezer. You gotta and eat so, it. I was like, I woke up, I'm not feeling great mentally, and I was like, I don't care, I'm gonna eat ice cream. And so I just grabbed the pint of ice cream and grabbed a spoon, and I was eating ice cream, staring out my kitchen window with my shirt off. Nice. And I thought to myself, this is what Uncle Ben was talking about. What do you mean? That that when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was eat ice cream for breakfast. And now that I'm an adult and I can, and nobody can stop me. With great power comes great responsibility. Ah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be doing this, but uh, here I am. I had a similar experience uh, growing up. My older sister was always a bully to me, um, and it, we just were always butting heads because she loved to torture me. And I would always say, "One of these days, I'm gonna be bigger than you, and you're gonna mess with me, and you're gonna regret it." And then the day came when I was bigger than her. But along with my size came a conscience where it's like, yeah, you can't like fuck up your sister. Yeah. You're you're grownups now. You love your sister. And I do. And so, you know, it's the same kind of thing where I was like, ah, you know what? I could like make no mistake. If my sister was like, let's fight, I could fucking kill her with my bare hands with absolutely no effort. It would be embarrassing. She'd be shitting herself on the floor with how badly, how big of a beating I could lay upon her. But I wouldn't do it now because I have a conscience. And so, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. I have a responsibility not to kill my blood and make her kids into orphans. I don't want to do that. We should send this into Vin Diesel to get you an audition for a fast X2. X-Men United. We're family. Yeah. Um, Because I'm sure Vin Diesel has thought (laughs) about everyone in his family. I could break their necks without even trying. (laughs) You know what? I'll say this, and I actually mean this. I don't think I could beat The Rock in a fight. I know for a fact I could not beat Jason Statham in a fight, but I am supremely confident that if Vin Diesel wanted to fight, I I could embarrass him. Isn't he like 5'6 or something like that? It's not even about height. It's just like, you know, he's got the glamour muscles all worked out, but like, I just know mano a mano if i squared off against vin diesel it would be an absolute trouncing that guy would be yelling for his uncle that doesn't talk to him anymore it would be i have there's no doubt in my mind and vin diesel's i don't five i, I love vin diesel's five eleven i'm five eleven i don't want to i don't want to fight vin diesel i'm just saying that if vin diesel well, i want to watch fight, you fight vin diesel well then let's set it up because uh, I know for a fact that I could fuck him up and it wouldn't even be close. That's oh, where ben? I'm at. Ben, uh, I've got somebody here. Yeah, it's Steven from Hot Property at Hot Property <laughs> Pod on Instagram. Big fan of the show. Um, yeah, Dan wants to fight you. I love okay. Dan. He's family. 
right. Okay. All right. He said, um, he said, he said some bullshit about how he's not in fighting shape. And essentially the vibe I got is that he's scared of you. So, yep. I think that that is a valid thing to be. And I don't want him to be scared of me. I am a fan of Vin Diesel, but again, if it came to blows, it wouldn't even be close. I would have him crying before he even got a clean blow on me. I guarantee it. Yeah. Guarantee it. I have absolutely no. And like, I'm sort of doing a bit, but the more I think about it, the more like I'm confident that if it came to it, like I could fucking destroy Vin Diesel. If I had a gun and he did not have a gun, I'd be okay. I honestly think you could at least hold your own against Vin Diesel. He's got tough looks, but I got tough hooks, motherfucker. So let's go. Um, No, I don't want to fight him. I do want to fight uh, Luke Evans. See, I don't want to fight him because he seems like a cool dude. I don't like him. You don't like him? Why? In the franchise. Well, yeah, he's he's supposed to be a bad... He's one of the few bad he's guys a bad that guy? didn't go good. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't go good. His brother did. Um, no, but you're you're right about Jason Statham, though. Nobody's nobody's winning against Jason Statham. Even like when he did the expendables, and like I saw the poster, like everybody's on there, like Dolph Lundgren, uh, Stallone, yeah, Arnold. I'm like Bruce Frazier. What? Frazier, he's in the third one, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody's Brendan Frazier. Everyone's favorite 1980s action star, Frazier Crane. I was looking at this lineup and I'm like, Statham is kicking all their asses. Like every he, last one of them. He is he's like low key the king of action in my mind. I but think like not that... like not like stunt action, that's a whole different category, but like I think that he could whoop anyone's ass pretty much. I think we live in a world where so many people were trying to become the heir apparent to Schwarzenegger, namely Vin Diesel, The Rock. You know, all these guys were like trying to be the next Schwarzenegger. And then quietly Statham and Gerard Butler took the crown. Yeah. They didn't they didn't even make a thing of it. Like they're just they're the guys. They're the because dudes sometimes, who give us what Arnold did. Sometimes you want to watch a movie where the hero doesn't look like a monster, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, like when, like when is it the choice of these, of these guys like The Rock, and Vin Diesel, where they're like, okay, I'm gonna look like, uh, like an actual barbarian now. Yeah, I mean, we could sort of say that about Schwarzenegger. His early oh, yeah. output, he was, I mean, he was literally Conan the Barbarian. But I think you know, by the time you get to True Lies and the Terminators and stuff, he's a big dude, but he does look more attainably big. Whereas, like, The Rock, that's just not possible unless you have a powerful combination of good genes, work ethic, and an ungodly amount of HGH. So, my favorite thing is when they try to wear normal clothes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, just put a blanket over yourself. Yeah. We just know. Wear, just wear tank tops everywhere. It's fine. It took 10 people to make that tank top. Oh my god! Just because oh, it's so you know big what? and it's the tiniest. Speaking tank top, of relatively. which, we didn't talk about this, but I was watching. I texted you the other day that I watched the music video for Fast X while I was eating dinner at a at a restaurant the other day. Well, I watched it after you texted me because I mean, what a sell! <laughs> what they give away sell. the whole, they give away the entire movie in the music <laughs> video, and also. Um, speaking of wearing tank tops everywhere, I forgot that Dom gets married in a wife beater. In a wife, how poetic! Like I, I'm about to take on a wife. I'd better get my wife 
beat her. Yeah. Anyway, we can't talk about Fast and Furious anymore. I'm sorry. No, we've we've devoted a whole episode yeah. and a whole segment of another episode to it on a different show. <laughs> yes. A show that's not this show. <laughs> um, do we want to start? Oh shit, I forgot to queue up our fucking our other oh, I thought aspects. you were gonna say you forgot to record. It's like this is gold right now. Did if you I see to the record? Uh... I would just lie to you and say we lost the episode. Fair enough. <laughs> you don't have to lie. Just admit that you forgot to record. I won't be mad. No, I've been podcasting find... for over a decade now. Shit happens, man. Dan, I've found in my 35 odd years that um, lying about things often works out much better than telling the truth. I can promise you right now, and not in that way that when parents go, if you tell me, I won't be mad. I can promise you right now that like, I will never be mad about tech issues. It happens, man. It's just one of the the breaks of this. Also, I would never be mad if you just had to tell me something honestly that you feel scared about. You're one of my best friends in the whole world. I'm not. I'm not going to be judgmental or like I we might have some I'll anger. Say, I'll tell you the truth. We might tell me the truth. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. we have some. We can have anger and do that. But we'll bang shit out and we'll fucking do it in the butt and we'll be good, man. Just, just like chilies. Just like a chilies. Just like chilies, man. Chilies got crazy between everybody. But yeah. It was all love. What at it the is, end man. of the shift, you shake hands and go get a drink. And go get 10 drinks. All right, so we got a situation here. It's not diners, diving, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Okay. It is, is it... guys' grocery games. <laughs> I was just going to guess that. Yeah. Guys' um, grocery games, supermarket, supermarket so I can't slob. I'll tell you the name of the episodes since they're all making the same style of uh, food. But I will ask, do you want to guess what style of food they're making? And do you want me to tell you the ingredients they're using as I see them? Um, so wait, I, I actually I don't I don't think I've ever actually seen guys grocery games. So I don't know the format of the show. So they, so they actually have to chefs, prep something. Yeah. There's three chefs. They're all making the same thing based on ingredients that they picked up in the grocery store. Um, so they're all making like this isn't the this is not the answer, but like say they're all making tacos. Okay. With what they find in the grocery store, and then a guy will judge who had the best idea and execution. So are they limited to like what they can find in the grocery store within a certain amount of time? Is that yes. how that works? And then and they have a like he'll be like, We're making tacos, and then you just gotta go. Yeah, and there's some other aspects, like there's um there's some like you know obstacles and like any other game show. There's hurdles and things. I, I don't know what exactly they are, but they're gonna have to think like almost like cutthroat kitchen. They're gonna have to think outside the box sometimes. Okay, or in this case, think outside the brown paper bag. Yeah. It, so I'm imagining like if they're making tacos, there's like a limitation that's like you're not allowed to use ground beef, or there's yeah. we're out of, or the store is out of ground beef because guy ate it all last night while sitting instance, on the toilet. I'm gonna tell you yeah. right now, it's happening. There's a Belgian waffle, and this guy melted um, a bunch of provolone cheese on it, put some pesto on it, and then on top of that, some uh, looked like some broccoli rob. That sounds absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I am completely into this. So I guess like so, are they making some sort of like open face sandwich, and then he just had waffles instead of bread? No, it was pizza, but yes. Okay. So, yeah. Well, pizza is an open faced grilled cheese Italiano. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, that's guys' grocery games. I'll tell you more as I learn it. Yeah, tell me more as you yeah. learn it, because I do watch Chopped and I do watch Cutthroat Kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen is pinnacle um cook TV for me. Yeah, it's so much fun. Well, what I like though is I like that because sometimes I'm in the mood for chopped, 
Because like what I like about Chopped is just we give you the ingredients and you have to use all of them. It's yeah. about inclusion of ingredients. Whereas Cutthroat Kitchen is we're going to fuck with your game in so many different ways based on this ridiculous idea that Alton Brown has like a kitchen filled with slaves where he just loves to torture people. And yeah. I love that they maintain that dynamic where he's just like, tee, hee, hee, hee. we were making grilled cheese, but now you can it's trade evil. your opponent's cheese for a Nerf football. <laughs> and you're like, why does he get and off then, on this? He's so sick. He's and then so the celebrity, sick. the celebrity judge who has no idea what people were uh, like um, exposed to or like what they were forced to use. The celebrity judge comes in with no idea. Yep. Taste, taste the grilled cheese. Like mm, you know, um, it kind of tastes like a Nerf football a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. And he was, and the the, the chef was like, "Yeah, unfortunately, I, I did." He's like, they always try to save it too. They're like, "Yeah, I tried to use a Nerf football because when I was growing up, you know, I'd go outside and play a Nerf football, come yeah. back in, have a grilled cheese." And I thought, I want to marry those two ideas. <laughs> Dude, they, that's literally what they would say. What I love is that all like of the any, judges... Anything to cover up the fact that they got fucked over by somebody the, else. And like complete... I love when like they'll put out like the tiniest dish where it's just like a single crumb of each ingredient. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this is a uh, chicken parm deconstructed. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, deconstructed. You yeah. mean unfinished. <laughs> do, you, do you ever watch Top Chef? I've seen it a few times. It's not one of my favorites, but I do I do enjoy it. I remember in the first season, I was like ex- obsessed with it. It was back when I was thinking about maybe going to school for being a chef. But um, there you do was have the t- forearm tattoos for it now. I do, and I yeah. grew up right next to the CIA. Not yeah. that one. <laughs> um, yeah, you're talking about the Central Intelligence Agency of line cooks. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they do know everything in a restaurant. <laughs> Um, what was I fucking saying? Uh, you were saying uh, Top Chef. Oh yeah, so Top Chef, this dude. Um, there the challenge was you had to pick straws to pick order, and everybody got to go to the vending machine. They were all given a certain amount of money, and then they go to the vending machine and um use three ingredients from the vending machine and make it gourmet. Okay. And so the guy that got fucked with being last, like he was stuck with like Cheetos, a Twinkie, and like a Snickers bar. And he, oh no, he, something worse than Cheetos. No, it was definitely a Cheetos and a Snicker bar, but no Twinkies. So like he, he didn't know what the fuck to do with it. And so after like, like thinking a lot, like for a long time, he just takes a Snicker, Snickers bar, microwaves it so it's soft and it sticks at Cheetos. So it's sticking straight out of it. And that's what he presents. <laughs> and the judges are like, what's going on? He's like, I, w- I got screwed. <laughs> He's like, I, have, I, I went have last. Nothing. Yeah. I have nothing. I, I had an idea of like writing a, like a short film that takes place in like a cooking show. And I it could be any one of these cooking shows. But where a dude gets saddled with just like, he's got nothing to work with. But yeah. luckily for him, he knows how to make the best macaroni and cheese with hot dogs cut up in it like the best you've ever had and so the short film would be like in the form of one of these shows and him just like trying to put it together and like they cut to alton and he's like well it seems that uh that chef steven is uh uh he's kind of abandoning the assignment entirely and making uh (laughs) mac and cheese now what i would do is i would actually in order to get a cream element i would boil down the ice cream and then throw it into the you know whatever is the stupid thing is like but this is an interesting strategy it's not what i would do 
But at the end, no, even though the assignment was probably, you know, like, uh, you know, pad tie or something, they'd be like, well, you know, because the judge always is the same. They're like, the judge yeah. only has three criteria. Does it look right? Does it taste right? And does it remind me of pad tie? That's uh, Simon Majumdar. And, uh, but then every time they'd be like, you know, this is the first contestant, like, this is really good pad tie, blah, blah, blah. And the second contestant, well, you know, it's a little rough. It's a little heavy on the salt. Um, but I do like what you have, you know, with the flavor here and the textures. And they're like, Tell you one thing. This does not look like pad thai at all. It happens to look like macaroni and cheese with hot dogs <laughs> cut in it. But I'll tell you what. This is the best goddamn macaroni and cheese with hot dogs cut up in it that I have ever had. And and he gets the win on having just made the fucking yeah. best. You know, or like it's Iron Chef. And they're like, uh, you didn't use the key ingredient. He's like, well, there's like scraps of elk around my plate, but uh, oh mostly my it's just uh, it's hot dogs. And, and then, you know, then they eat it and they're like, you know what? You didn't follow the assignment, but I will be fuck me sideways if that is not the best goddamn mac and cheese with hot dogs cut up in it that I've ever had. It's transcendent. And he just does it so well that he can break every rule. That would be that's an idea that I think I'm going to have to write out. You should have him do it for all three rounds too. Yeah, all, all, yeah, they'd be like, "Yeah, it's odd that you tried to do it again. It's odd that yeah. we broke the rules to get you through round one and two, and it's odd that you had no sabotages and the dessert was quite literally just making a cookie, and you've once again provided <laughs> mac and cheese with hot dogs in it." And then the but I'll tell you is... what, you son of a bitch, this is the best goddamn mac and cheese with hot dogs cut in it. It's even better than the one you made in round two. I didn't think it could get better than that. This is that much better that I have to give you the win. One of the other judges is like, I was really hoping you'd make this for dessert as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah they, he goes on beat Bobby Flay, and not only does he beat Bobby Flay, but Bobby Flay eats it, and it's so good that he quits cooking because he, he knows he will never cook in front of everyone <laughs> using using up like a barbecue yeah. tong. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he's like, I will never achieve the levels of yeah. flavor that were achieved by Chef Steven. He rips <laughs> his own heart out with the barbecue tongs. <laughs> He, he rips it out and, hands, and, like, and he hands and it, offers it. Yeah, he hands it to you and he <laughs> says, I won't need this anymore. And then dies in front of you. I won't need this anymore, but I would be honored yeah. if it could somehow become a hot dog <laughs> cut up into your mac and cheese. Call it a heart dog. Whatever you want. Oh it, just, or, a, just one cell of this makes it in. I will have lived a full life. I'm Bobby Flay. Or if you just uh, find the right cut, you get a Bobby Filet. Yeah. <laughs> You son of a bitch. You know what I mean? That's your mac and cheese with hot dogs in it. Yeah. Whipping out a nice pun. I make a good chicken corn on blue, as I've I, said before. But Of course. One day, one day we will make each other our specials. Um, You know what my easiest, my, my favorite quick thing to make is just a quesadilla. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong? No. It's just a it's Mexican, a Mexican grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. <laughs> and you can put it. So there's a, uh, let me see if I can find it. Are you are you familiar with the legendary grilled cheese post on Reddit? I think so. So, refresh my memory. It's a you know copy pastas where it's just like, you know, it's it's like a standard thing that is like copied all the time. Yeah. Um. So there is a uh, let me let's see. Uh, best of all time is what I want to. So best posts top of all time it's got to be the top post so uh 
Yes, I got to be. So I'm just going to read you the post and you will understand. So this is the top post of all time on the the subreddit Grilled Cheese. The title of the post is You People Make Me Sick. And it says a grilled cheese consists of only these following items. Cheese, bread with spread, usually butter. This entire subreddit consists of melts. Almost every, quote, grilled cheese sandwich I see on here has other items added to it. The fact that this subreddit is called grilled cheese is nothing short of utter blasphemy. Let me start out by saying I have nothing against melts. I just hate their association with sandwiches that are not grilled cheeses. Adding cheese to your tuna sandwich, it's called a tuna melt. Totally different. Want to add some bacon and some pretentious breadcrumbs with spinach? I don't know what the hell you call that, but it's not a grilled cheese. I would be more than willing to wager I've eaten more grilled cheeses in my 21 years than any of you have in your entire lives. Only one. I have one almost every day and sometimes more than just one sandwich. Want to personalize your grilled cheese? Use a mix of different cheeses or use sourdough or French bread. But if you want to add some pulled pork and take a picture of it, make your own subreddit entitled Melts because that's not a fucking grilled cheese. I'm not a religious man, nor am I anything close to a culinary expert. But as a bland, white, Midwestern male, I am honestly the most passionate person when it comes to grilled cheese and mac and cheese. All of you foodies, stay away from our grilled cheeses and stop associating your sandwich melts with them. Yet again, it is utter blasphemy and it rocks me to the core of my pale being. Shit, I stopped lurking after three years and made this account for the sole purpose of posting this. I've seen post after post of people's grilled cheeses all over Reddit and it's been driving me insane. The moment I saw this subreddit this morning, I finally snapped. Hell, I may even start my own subreddit just because I know this one exists now. You goddamn heretics. Respect grilled cheese and stop changing it into whatever you like and love it for what it is. Or make your damn melt sandwich and call it what it is, a melt. And so that was um, posted by user FuckBlueShells eight years ago. Do you agree with his assessment? I mean, he's out of line, but he's not wrong. I'm with you. You're not wrong. You're just an asshole. And I don't think he's an asshole. I like that he's standing up for grilled cheese because he is right. It does become a melt if you add anything else. Um, so they're starting another round, and I guess they do like a chopped thing where they pick there's two wheels and they both have weird ingredients on them. I think guy's about to spin the wheels. Okay. That's just an update from Guy Fieri's grocery groceries game. It does sound very on brand for like a Guy Fieri show to have a spinnable wheel that the contestants don't actually spin. Yeah. He spins it and then eats their food and fist bumps them. This landed on cannoli shells. Okay. All right, we're gonna take a break. (laughs) I'm gonna think about what you've presented to me. And uh I mean, what am I to guess? Let's I think they're still making pizza, so it's really not okay. Well, yeah. cannoli shells on a pizza. I am into it. I'll let you know how that turns out. Yeah, please do. All right. We'll see you soon. We'll be beef. So what can you tell me about what's going on on camera? I want to guess something, anything. Um. Okay. Uh, guess what's on the pizza. So they're still doing pizza. Yeah. Well, now it's commercial. Well, I mean... It- my obvious answer would be cannoli shells. Yeah, okay. So, yes. Yes, there is another type of dessert on there. So they make a, is it a, they're making a dessert pizza, I guess? This, I don't this know. It's, it, all those, it looks like there's pesto on there, too. I don't know, man. I, I can't, it's hard to do it without sound. 
Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I'll, but it's that commercial. You know, do need to hear him. Right on. Um, do you want to do some food news instead? We can do some food news. Okay, this some of these stories I just want to say because I thought they were funny, but CC's Pizza. I've heard of them, never had them. Me, me, the same. The same me. Me, the same. The same me. Um, They have a pizza called the Deep Cheese. And I don't know why, but I think that's very funny. The Deep Cheese. The Deep Cheese. And it's just a stuffed crust pizza. Deepest, bluest. My head is like a cheese. The Deep Cheese. Can I get a Deep Cheese? Is the only way you could order that. Yeah, I'd be like... Can I get a deep cheese and can make sure it's real stretchy? Um, the there's a new addition to the MCU, which we already talked about over text this week. Not the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Dan. The Monsters Serial Universe. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, you're you got your blueberries, you got your Franken, uh, your Frankenberries, you got your Count Chocula, and now you got your Carmela Creeper. Now, is this also a berry? Because I feel like they're already ex- expanding the berry thing by having blueberry and Frankenberry. Well, let me tell you of the lore first. Okay. Fair um, Carmela is, of course, the long lost cousin of Frankenberry. Yes. And she is obviously a zombie DJ with an edgy sound who's always the life of the party. She looks pretty hot, but that pussy stank. Complete with a fierce attitude and looks to match, Carmela is ready to shake things up at the monster's haunted mansion with her limited edition cereal featuring caramel apple flavored pieces with colored monster marshmallows. It's probably pretty tasty. I I mean, I've I've fucked around with some boo berry and it's fine. I've had Frankenberry, it's decent. I've had Count Chocula, it's good. I could fuck with some apple. We should probably cinnamon. we should do a ranking of all the monster cereals. Ooh, uh, I'm into closer that. to Halloween, All Hallows Eve. Yes. What's the uh oh no, now I'm not gonna be able to think of it. The the really folky sounding name for Halloween. Halloween. No, no, no. <laughs> you keep talking. I'm gonna look this up because it's gonna drive me insane. Um, have you ever had a pickle pizza? Uh, I actually had a pickle sandwich about an hour ago. One of those deli uh, sandwiches of those with the pickle is the bun. Stuff into a pickle. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Jenna was in Jersey, and the the place that uh that did it, Elsie's Pickles. Shout out. They they are no longer around, but they started like putting their their like teaching other restaurants how to do it. So some smoothie place features Elsie's pickle sandwiches, and uh, it was damn good. Big shout out. Well, pickle but sandwiches pickle, in the pickle pizza. pizza. I've never had a pickle pizza, but I've been seeing videos of it a lot, and I'm into it. I would try it. You would try one. Okay, let me tell you my experience with a pickle pizza. So there's this place called Roma's near me. Every Tuesday, they have a deal. And the deal is that um, the later it gets, the more money you get off your pizza. Starting at 4 o'clock, you get a dollar off a large. 5 o'clock, $2, 6 3 And so at 7 o'clock, you can get $4 off a large pizza. Large pizza is now eleven dollars, which is pretty sweet. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, bad so at I got all. I got a large pickle pizza because everybody on the f- community Facebook page is like, "This pizza's so good! It's really the best pizza!" And so I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna try it." And you know what? It was fine. It was just fine. Yeah. But my friend George, shout out George, said that there's a, the goat's beard. Have you been there? No, no. Um, the goat's beard on Main Street just 
replaced my favorite pizza, which was a Hawaiian pizza with smoked pork belly and smoked pineapple. Ooh, that's probably so good. Oh, it was really God. good. But they replaced it with a pickle variety. And I was like, I don't know about this, man. The last pickle pizza was just fine. And then George is like, you got to get it, dude. You got to fucking try it. And so I haven't had it yet. But if you want to try a pickle pizza near you, you might want to try out Pizza Hut. Because guess what? That's doing the pickle pizza. Pizza Hut is jumping on the pickle bandwagon. As you can tell, I've we've had two local pickle pies in my area. So it's Papa John, not Papa John, sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Pizza Hut. <laughs> pizza hut is jumping on the bandwagon your window just um, shatters it's and got a <laughs> in. Ah! um it's got hand toss crust sauce with buttermilk ranch and top of cheese crispy breaded chicken breast a kick of nashville hot seasoning sliced Ooh. white onions and loaded with spicy dill pickles and uh, ranch drizzle that sounds so good that sounds so good. So when you had your pickle pizza experience. Yeah. Um, and also the word I was looking for was Sam Hain. Is the also, I wouldn't call this a pickle for Halloween. pizza, though. It's more of a natural hot pizza. Yeah, sorry. But I, to jump back to the pickle pizza, were the pickles added after the heating or no, were they, they were heated? on there. I, I would really honestly, in my head, the way I'm picturing it and having it sound delicious, like I'm sure it's delicious hot, but I feel like a hot pizza but with cold pickles on it would be like real good. So I agree with you because I'll the biggest, the sauce is great. The cheese is great. The crust is awesome, but the hot pickles did kind of give me pause and not the kind of pause where I turn into an animal. Yeah. Um, it was weird, but like, it was also not, it wasn't like scorching hot. Like, you know, cause like obviously pickles can get very hot. They're mostly water. Um, but it wasn't, too too hot because it was the the amount of hot that it takes to get from the pizzeria to my house because it's uh, and you can't they, they don't deliver so I had to go pick it up yeah yeah so it was that perfect like car drive temperature you know yeah um but when I heated one up the next the next day for uh, lunch and the microwave just blasted radiation into <laughs> pickle and each one exploded in my mouth like the upcoming movie Oppenheimer uh yeah that was rough that was a rough yeah. time. Because in my head, like, I like dipping my my crusts in ranch or even drizzling ranch on pizza. Oh, yeah. And we have talked about this in the past. Ideally, um, your best ranches are heavy on the dill. And dill pickles, I, I feel like yeah, that's, you know, that's a that's a decent jumping off and point. I, so like, honestly, it doesn't not make sense. I got to tell you, if there was even a Pizza Hut near me. In driving distance, I'm talking like 30 minute driving distance. I would be having this pizza this evening. Yeah, I would try it. I would definitely. If, Unfortunately, if the access. only pizza hut that's closest to me is right off the 95 exit that just collapsed the other day in Philadelphia. <laughs> Ooh, so you're not going to get there for a while. Nope. And um, actually, no one's getting anywhere for a while. I have to pick up a uh, Amazon package uh, uh, after we're done here. And my favorite local pizza shop is on the way. And there is a non-zero chance that I'm going to get a slice of their veggie pizza because it's like top notch. Dude, I had uh, a Supreme pizza for the the first time in a long time over the weekend. Ooh, No olives for me, but I forgot just how good the combination of vegetables, salted meats, cheese and bread are. It's unbelievable. 
Yeah. It's the best thing. I mean, I guess we could make fun because, like, you know, that's essentially what a hoagie is, too. So we're just doing the same thing we accuse Tex Mex of doing. Um, but yeah, it, and honestly, I'm like praying that when I go by this place, they are for some reason specializing in pickle pizza or Nashville hot chicken pizza because I would totally like both of those things. I'm right getting now. hungry every time we do this podcast. I get hungry. Yeah, every time. It's a, and since I was like allowing myself a little wiggle room this week uh, to celebrate my blood work, I'm like starting to get like real drunk with power. Do it. Just eating cheese and eating or cheese. Watch the numbers. Cheese. Watch the numbers. Now I'm, I should be good. I also went to the gym for like uh, an hour today. Hang on. I feel a little better now. Um, it's only at one location in New York City. This pickle okay. pizza. Well, you know, so it goes. So anyway, Kit Kat is launching a new limited edition flavor. Do you want to guess what it is? Limited edition flavor from Kit Kat? Is it peanut butter and jelly? No, they've already done that one, I think. Okay. It's Mexican. Okay. Um, so is it based on corn? No. Or is it fried ice cream? You're closer with that one. Okay. Um, fried ice cream. So churros? Yep. Oh, baby, I'm into it. That's really it. I mean, Kit Kat can pretty much do no wrong. Even their blueberry muffin was pretty good. Yeah. I haven't had a variety of Kit Kat that was bad. I've had some that are better than others, some that are more sustainable in a binge situation. But I've never had a Kit Kat that I bit into. It was like, eh. What what is the first to go in the Halloween basket for you? Is it Reese's or is it Kit Kat's? Kit Kats, for sure. They're my favorite. They're same. without a doubt my favorite candy bar. Same, same. I hit Kit Kats, I hit Twix, and Reese's are probably like the top three because that's my kind of candy. Um, you know, I'll fuck with Snickers and things like that, but I, it's not, I don't know, like I, it, caramel is not my favorite thing in the world, even though it is in a Twix. The thick cookie in Twix kind of offsets the things that I dislike about caramel, and then you just get the flavor. Yeah. Um, because you know what something... I hate when I get like a pint of ice cream that's got like caramel swirl and like you dip yeah. into it and just a your whole spoon just comes out covered in caramel. Like that's not a swirl, that's a glob. Yeah, that's just a frozen oh. glob. Yeah, yeah, caramel's best hot. Oh yeah, hot. if it's gonna be room temperature or cold, then you gotta apply it right. I have found that as I've gotten older, I've gotten into Mounds bars uh, and almond joys, things like that, and I never was a big coconut. I wasn't a coconut uh, that, kid. Yeah, that happens when you turn into an old person. Yeah, coconut is something that's that why I've like liked really that since I was a now. kid because I've always been old. There you go. Yeah, I bit into a, <laughs> uh, a an almond joy and was like, "Wow, that coconut's not bad." And then I turned around and discovered that I was in the armor exhibit at the art museum, and I had plans to watch a World War II documentary when I got home. Uh, all these things happened at once, so I I don't have kids, but I am that age. Caramel um, is also best eaten hot and off the skin of a lover. Ooh, that's right. Opinion. There you go. But, but here's make the sure thing, to put that plastic out because things are going to get sticky. And also, like, if you drip it, you got to lick it. You can't just leave that shit around. Yeah. Um, you know, it, if Ants. you leave it there, then it gets it gets gnarly. You get it in the pubes. And it's a I've never been one for combining food and sex. That's just not something that interests me. Um, but I, I get actively why avoid do. it if I think I'm having sex that night. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, as I get older, too, like, it's harder for me to fuck when I'm full. That's why I avoid it. <laughs> I yeah, but, but I mean, it's like 
integrating it into the sex act. I get why people do that. I can get a little wild, but I don't know. I'd rather non-perishable I've never, items like, be brought know, into the oh, bedroom. I have, actually. I can't say that. But um, I most of the food-related stuff uh, in my 30s has been like the foreplay stuff, like, you know, coming up behind the person and while they're making dinner, you know? Yes, yeah. Maybe grabbing a cherry tomato. I like popping it in your lover's mouth. Cooking as a as a romantic yeah. and sexual thing is where I'm at. That'll get the juices flowing in more ways than one. Make some oysters. Yeah. Some yeah. Sprinkle Hit a little ro- rohypnol in there. You got what? yourself what? a night. What? What did I say? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, if you don't put Although a garlic would, in you know what I would like to do? Garlic does make your breath stink, so. You know what I would like to do? And ladies, this is an open offer. I would like to go to one of those uh, places that do uh, like high meals, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they do like a, a prefix course of just all like, you know, edible um, food. Yeah. yeah. But Treats. like all food should be edible, but like with, with marijuana in it. Like that'd yes. be fun. Yeah. That'd be a fun time. That would be a fun time. And so I hit, hit me up at Hot Property Pod if you want to go on a date. Do uh, actually, Dan, do you want to go? Yeah, so we don't have to make it a date. I yeah. would just we could just go hang out, do that. Yeah, yeah. have some laughs. Have some. We're gonna have a lot of laughs if I have my druthers. Have we're gonna be high us. and full, uh, and then we can go to Burger King. Where Burger, <laughs> we probably will go to Burger King afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because well, we'll have the munchies at that point. <laughs> um burger king is doing something genius and i think they actually they're doing something genius but like maybe don't do it and here's you'll understand what i'm saying they're testing out a new side called fries and rings okay now the only caveat i would have the only argument i have against this is that sometimes when you order fries it's nice to get that that secret onion ring or vice versa Oh, so okay. Here's a here's something. Do you that want I, do you want to make the active the cognitive choice to have them both at once? Because I think that's also cool. Well, I mean, I I would buy them both together, but I would also rather just buy a large of each and throw them into a bowl. But I have heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, because I I haven't been to a Burger King in a while. But in my head, it seems like every single time. I have ever gotten fries at Burger King. There has been an onion ring in it. Well, that's it's the same thing as like McDonald's. Every time you order a 10 piece, you always get 11. So here's the thing. I, I, once again, this is something I heard in conspiracy circles and I forget whether it's confirmed or not confirmed or if it's just one of those things, but I've heard that it's actually Burger King policy to plop a ring in because it ups the sales of onion rings. Because as you said, when you when you reach into your fries and you pull out an onion ring, ain't nobody on the planet that doesn't go, ooh. You know, like everyone's like, ooh, a special treat for me. I was eating healthy, but you know, since this onion ring fell fell into my healthy meal of a whopper and fries, uh, I could be a little bad. This is put here by God. And actually it was just put here by Billy who works um, well actually so i'm glad you said that because i i have well, first of all the when you search for does burger king the fourth thing on the Google thread <laughs> is, is <laughs> put an onion ring in their fries on purpose <laughs> i mean it's t- i have ordered onion rings as a result of that yeah. more than once in the past 
Now I'm on the stupid question. No stupid questions. Reddit. Sorry. No stupid questions. This is a, this is the opposite of our old bit. Of stupid, old bit questions. Yeah, stupid questions. Um, Before snack cupboard kind of just took over the whole show. <laughs> yeah. I work at BK. We keep the fries and any rings right next to each other in the fry heating thingy. That's the appropriate name for it. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm making an onion ring, one, one singular onion ring, <laughs> a few will fall out and into the pile of fries. If we're busy, I might not pick it out and accidentally serve it in someone's fries. It depends on the person. The next person has the has the good bit here. Former BK worker here. It depends on who it is. I personally did it on purpose, yes, just to make someone's day. I would also throw an extra nugget or two or make a fry bigger. I've noticed that when I go to a certain BK, they also add the onion ring, but the other one across town doesn't. So ah. it depends on, it's a user case-by-case scenario. Well, if you're a Burger King employee out there if you're part of the burger king team if you're part of the kingdom if you will yeah if you um, live in the kingdom of burger and you're one of those one of the king's subjects who sees fit to throw a little ring into someone's fries i want to applaud you thank you and encourage you to continue doing such a thing because no lie that is one of the it's like that's one of those experiences that's one of the most singularly pleasing experiences it's very low stakes but it's very pleasing and it's also universally relatable because most people have had it happen to them yeah. and everybody goes, Ooh. And like, even if you're one of those weirdos who doesn't like onions, Burger King has onion rings. They don't really even have so much onions. by way of onions in there. Yeah, you know, onion flavored breadcrumbs. Um, it's like how Starbucks spells your name wrong on purpose. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would hate to be the dude who like, is just there to work at Burger King doing a normal job, putting on a stage work. And then every fucking morning, this dude comes in and, you know, you're batching up the onion rings and this dude comes over. He's like, the rings, cast them into the fryer every fucking morning. <laughs> every fucking morning, this guy's coming up and saying this shit. And uh, I just want to throw him in the fryer. I would hate to be that guy. Yeah. He's the he's a, he's the burger fryer. He's under the yeah. king. Yeah. You know, fryer, fryer. But I think this is a good idea. Um, and I'm excited to whenever I go to a Burger King again, which is very rare. I can't remember the last time I was. I don't even know where there is a Burger King near me. There's a Burger King near my office, but it's not. It's be. It's like King of Prussia is not the most accessible drive. Yeah, that's true. So luckily, it's out of. It's like too far out of the way where my laziness <laughs> always wins. One day you're gonna have to do the research. I know. Well, I did do some research. Um, you sent me a particular item you wanted to make sure was covered. Yes. In food news. Well, I mean, we don't have and, to cover it, but well, we are. We missed it anyway. But two days ago, it was Grimace's birthday. Yes, it was a deep uh, <laughs> that purple butt plug that sings that slings uh, uh, fried delights to us celebrated another birthday. He's 106 years old. Um, also, based on the marketing that I've shared with you, um, I think that. Grimace needs to go into concussion protocol because he does, <laughs> he does look a little starry-eyed. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, he's been up a lot of butts. Yeah. Um, the Grimace birthday meal comes with a choice of Big Mac or 10-piece chicken nuggets and signature fries and also a purple shake. Limited edition purple shake. Do you know what Probably, flavor it is? I would imagine it's like blueberry. Vanilla. It's just purple dye. It's just purple. Come yeah. on. McDonald's, you've really been like just shit in the bed lately. Step your game up, man. Yeah. Innovate. Step you it know, up. 
It's like when Apple took over or when Tim Cook took over Apple uh, when Steve Jobs passed. There hasn't been innovation. Whoever is signing the checks over McDonald's has got to start innovating. They got to innovate. Don't because we're on health kicks right now and we don't need that temptation. Well, if you do want to give into a but fast if you food do it, temptation, I love Taco Bell. We all know this, um, but I can't really have Taco Bell. But markets are testing a brand new Taco Bell item, which seems to be doing well and could be going nationwide soon. We all love the Crunchwrap. But there are those amongst us who go, this Crunchwrap would probably be better for you if it were fully vegan. Well, yeah. Taco Bell, the bell has been rung and they answered the call. Uh, Taco Bell, this is uh, from NACS. Uh, Taco Bell tests vegan Crunchwrap. Uh, Taco Bell is launching a vegan crunch wrap, its first fully vegan entree item. The fast food chain said the menu item took years to create and is now available in cities with notable vegan populations, including Los Angeles, New York, and Orlando for a limited time. But not Philadelphia. Um, not Philadelphia. The vegan crunch wrap features vegan seasoned beef, which is Taco Bell's proprietary plant-based protein that has been in the works for years, according no, to the No, it's proprietary. Proprietary plant-based protein. The crunch wrap is topped with vegan blanco sauce and vegan nacho sauce, which have also long been in development to refine proprietary flavors. Quote, such a large part of our fandom. Our fandom, they have a fandom, is I'm vegan a, and vegetarian. I'm a fan of Taco Bell, fuck and yeah. We're as committed to them as they are to us and our menu, says Liz Matthews, Global Chief of Food Innovation Officer at Taco Bell. That's why we took so long, months and years, to release something this special. We wanted and needed to get it exactly right, to get it mouthwatering, because let's admit it, we've all eaten plenty of products on today's market that don't taste great and certainly aren't craveable. No. So, uh... I walked yeah. out of my house the other day and I said, where's all the craveable food? Nothing's craveable. No. Like, well, what are you in the mood for? Nothing. Although I will not be craving this either because I, I do not, uh, uh, except for Monster Vegan. Monster Vegan, shout it out. Well, here's the thing. I, I think this is a cool thing to support. Um, having vegan options at places is, is cool. You know, if, if you're... Yeah, but Taco Bell is basically already vegan. Well, and see, that's the thing. I, that's why I think there's probably, it's probably pretty good because there's a very small jump from yeah proprietary protein pellets or whatever to whatever it is that they call taco filling but uh i'm gonna try it because uh it i i i like the idea of them trying this and i'm curious about I'll it i'll still try it yeah yeah and you know again and i think you're right what's in the actual crunch wrap is probably very little by way of food it's mostly microplastics and a little bit of love uh so but i thought this is interesting uh, this person at Taco Bell, Missy Shapok, the director of global nutrition and sustainability, said, "Our fans are always hacking our custom customizable menu to try new options. Our customizable menu to try new options, especially veggie forward. And like, yeah, that's true. Like, people do yeah. customize them to make them vegetarian and vegan. They were annoying and, uh, the shit out of all our employees with all the custom fields. Yeah, but I also have we, some so we made a button for it. That's local to Philly. <laughs> yeah." So as we know, Harris Potato Chips every year has yeah. uh, different flavors that we can vote on, and all of them are Philly-based this year. And you can make hers yours. They're, you can they're make Philly-based every yours. year. Are they? I didn't know if it was a... Well, I farted. Anyway, so this year's, uh, this year's finalists are a John's Roast Pork Sandwich flavor inspired by South Philly, by the South Philly shop. Korean barbecue wings flavor made to taste like the eats at the East Passyunk Smokehouse. 
and the tomato pie, uh, tomato pie flavored, inspired by Coropolese Bakery in Norristown. Now I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with Coropolese, um, but I am familiar with the East Passion Smokehouse because they are Mike's Barbecue, which is uh, a delicious barbecue joint uh, right around the corner from me. And I've actually not had a John's roast pork, but I am I legit going to try all three of these flavors. Um, well, last year they did roasted long hots, which I think would probably taste close to the pulled pork thing. Yeah. Um, and, we had those on live on the air. We did, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, the, what was the other one? It is Korean uh, barbecue. Yeah, I haven't I'm been to that place, but I love Korean barbecue so much. Korean barbecue is, uh, yeah, from a uh, Mike's barbecue, which yeah. is that place is amazing. And you um, you can you can definitely trust a Korean barbecue when it's from someone named Mike. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, actually, they did a um. Mike's Barbecue once did a pulled pork crunch wrap, and uh, I went and got that, and it was unbelievable. Um, it's the opposite of what Taco Bell's doing. But there's I do a place think it's in funny. South Philly called uh, Korean Takiera or something like that. Korea Takiera. I don't know it, but I'm sure I've seen it. Um, they were at the food truck festival here in Maniac. I wasn't able to um, indulge in their wares, but they looked really good, and their Instagram is great. I do follow they, a lot they were of voted, Instagrams of places I've never eaten. They were voted one of the best cheesesteaks in the country, I believe. I'd try it. I would totally yeah. try it. Korean barbecue is so Either the country good. or the city. Either way. I mean, it's yeah. we, we do live in a, in a really awesome food area. I also love that they had to go with a tomato pie flavor from a bakery in Norristown because I guarantee you that all of the bakeries in south philly hey you want to be a chip they're like get the fuck out of my store <laughs> yeah they have a real what chip are you doing on with your chips dude don't even start with your fucking chips get out of here with your tomato pie we're not selling out the hers dude, i'm not gonna see... make hers yours mine or his i ain't doing that shit did you see that kid that was interviewed about the 95 bridge collapse like he's up there with philly elmo and south philly chicken guy as like an and, all-time and we're talking about the fightings that guy yeah. too yeah I just love that he starts by being like, well, I was passed out. I woke (laughs) up and found out that like, and then he goes through it. And then the, the, the interviewer asks him something else. And he's like, well, you know, like I said, I was passed out. So I missed this shit. (laughs) That's amazing that it began and ended with him being passed out. I was like, this is going to be everywhere. It still is. Um, but man, I, I like it feels like some it feels like Ed Bad Bad Ed Bad at Bassmaster like doing a bit. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel real at all. Like it feels like and like even like the Tina Fey and Amy Poehler like sketch where they're from Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Uh it just feels like a sketch, man. And it's not. And it, that's what makes it so much funnier. It's so genuine. He's so on brand as yeah, a so I was guy. passed out. Dude, so I was passed out. I was like and all these people are like, and I was like, yo, it's in the back. It's like, right. <laughs> I woke up like said? 50 phone calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like 50 phone calls. All these people are, and like, I stepped outside and I was like, yo, that's the bridge I take when I go to work. <laughs> like, it was just some, it was something like that, <laughs> that it was just like, he was having a complete stream of consciousness in the most Philly thing. It was just For mm, anyone who might be listening who doesn't know what's going on, it's kind of national news at this point, but yeah, um, a 
a section of I-95 collapsed here in Philadelphia, and it's going to make our lives a living nightmare for the next couple months as far as commuting and traveling goes. And it seems like they're getting right on it to, yeah. to fix it because it's important, which is good on the one hand because cool, good, get on it, it's necessary. But it's bad <laughs> on the other hand because like we're like, oh, so all this time that you've been neglecting our roads, you could have just activated this this urgency and fixed all of Philly's roads because our infrastructure is crumbling. You had the power well, to do so it, but you didn't do it. Okay, great. This, this wasn't an infrastructure thing. This was like a one-off... Like, no, no, I'm just saying um, the fact that like we have sh- shit that's unfixed for years and it's like, oh, so you do have the ability to activate repairs yeah. overnight. You just chose not to do it while our infrastructure. Yeah, problems. of course. Yeah, that's the no, this was an exploded tanker truck <laughs> melted the highway. <laughs> and like I was I was reading an article or something or somebody on the radio, maybe, but they were like, um, like you could build a bridge that would accommodate for this, but because of like the research and the study that they, the environmental environmental impact study that they did or whatever, they didn't account for um like a jet fuel level burn yeah. from underneath to be something they need to account for. So um, you don't expect that sort of thing, but I mean, it does happen, but thankfully, as far as I know, it was a, it was like a victimless thing. Nobody got hurt. I didn't hear. I last I heard, they still didn't announce if that dude died or not. Oh, I didn't know there was a. Oh, the the truck driver. The truck driver. Okay, I last I I, I haven't heard of any sort of disaster. Could short you imagine of, of the highway disaster, and so yeah. that is the fact that it's maybe no casualties or at the very least improbably minimal. I think is worth uh, celebrating or at least acknowledging. Yeah, but there's videos of people like driving over the bridge. Oh yeah, as it's dipping, which it's about to collapse, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you people doing?" Yeah, it's um, nuts. I mean, imagine being that guy though. Oh, like, insane. if he is alive, and like from now on, when he's like, "No," so like, what's an interesting fact about yourself? Well, one time I collapsed a major trade route through the United States. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. A bee got into my cab. Yeah. It's just I, I don't like bees. I don't like bees. Yeah, and he took the steering wheel and crashed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Essentially, the end of Die Hard Four happened in this area of, yeah. uh, and so so it goes. Um, yeah, Bruce Willis just jumps right on top of my cab and then says, uh, eh, "I'd rather be in Philadelphia." <laughs> and there's a jet, and it's shooting missiles, and there's yeah. a truck, and Timothy Olive. It's there's a whole. But hey, you throw all those things into a bucket, you know what's going to happen? You're going to collapse a highway bridge. That's what's going to happen. What if he was like, my my truck tried to transform uh, underneath the bridge? (laughs) I want to see a Transformers movie where they take the the human bad guy and they throw him into Optimus Prime's uh, driver's seat. And then they just... they just have Optimus Prime turn into Optimus Prime and it just rips the dude to shreds because all the <laughs> gears just like process his meat. Because in the movies, whenever it's like uh, Shulaboo is driving and Bumblebee has to do it, he like throws Shulaboo out and then morphs into him and then catches him again. Like that's how well, they in do the it. new one in the I trailer. I want to lock someone in there and just let them get just fucking processed like meat. In the new one, uh, in the new one trailer, what's his name? Anthony. Uh... Ramos, Anthony Ramos, yeah, he he just like steps out casually while the while Mirage uh, transforms behind him. I saw that footage; it looks pretty bad. It was pretty badass. Not. I would lie. like to see that movie. I, I yeah, I'll definitely see know, it. 
But I, I still have to see Bumblebee with uh, John Cena. Bumblebee. Bumblebee with John Cena. But I heard that one was good. But I well, yeah, I it's got Haley not... Steinfeld in it. I like yeah, Steinfeld. I like her. I I would like to see it. But I like Anthony Ramos too. He's great in the Heights. That's really all I know him from. But yeah, he was really good in that. It's a great movie. Wait, he's in Bumblebee. No, he's in yeah. I was uh, gonna say in Beast Beast Wars. There's what is it called? Uh, Hidden Valley Transformers. That would be pretty good. Dipping in Ranch. Did you uh, there? The Transformers did have uh, an AMC bucket. Did you see what it was? Oh, you, you just you just broke up a lot. What was that? That uh, the Transformers movie does have an AMC popcorn bucket. Did you see what that was? No. It's Optimus Prime as a tractor trailer, and you put the popcorn in the in the trailer part. Amazing. And then the top of the cab lifts up for your drink, and then the smokestacks that are uh, behind, like behind the cup holder, those are straws. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, they have such good novelty buckets, but I Anything never, to I get never do people it. back into the theaters. You know, I'm into it. Anything to get them in. It's uh, it's good. To, I like the theaters when they do it right. And then when and I like all the of those, of it. when all of those uh, popcorn buckets and Star Lord helmets take up the landfill for future generations, you'll be like, "Thanks, AMC, for making me feel something." At I'll the be movies. like, "Thank you." Thank you for reminding me that as Thanks. long as I feel good, that's their problem. Thanks, Nicole Kidman, for showing us what it's like to feel emotion. To make heartbreak feel good in a place like this. To make to make crunch wraps completely vegan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they say that uh that blo- that uh specialized proprietary uh uh protein products taste similar to beef in a place like this. <laughs> <laughs> but you've never been to Taco Bell. So I will have to just ask real fast. Uh, we'll call this the TV corner. Did it? Did it? Did you watch the new Sunny? Yeah. Are you as enamored with the uh, inclusion? I thought the second episode was better than the first, markedly so. I but don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, Charlie's sisters are a pretty great new addition. Yeah, I hope they stick around. They were really funny. Yeah. Liter- over- you're literally a slut, you whore. Oh, overall. I don't know. I gotta rewatch it again, but I don't, I wasn't really a big fan of it the first time around. But I I also I said the same thing about it happens every season. I go, yeah. this isn't as good, and then I watch it a second time and I'm into it. I watched them both twice. And also Max Uncle, that's one of the best bits they've oh, ever yeah. done. That was amazing. Because Charlie got to be the straight man. Yeah. But like this is literally your dream. This is you're everything. Gonna, you're you're not gonna do anything about this. You're gonna do anything about this? You're not gonna say anything? We're gonna blow past it. He's like, you took time. I'm out of my day. And now everything you've ever wanted is right here. We're just going to blow past. Okay. We're blow past. Yeah. That is so good. That's such a brilliant bit, like an all time great moment. But, um, um, yeah. He doesn't get to play straight very much, but when he does, he's really funny. I think we're going to see more of it now just because all of the other characters have gotten so heightened yeah. and each in their own way that I think there's just going to be a lot of writing situations where Charlie you know, and they're older now. He's not going to be as yelly and screamy. So I think we're going to lean into him being the straight man more often, yeah. which is going to be, I, I think, is a fun idea and a clever idea. Um, I'm into it. We shall see. I'm into it. I, I liked the first two episodes quite a bit, um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, I would hate, just, I would hate to you... end there. We can't end there. We need to do. We need to fill these last three minutes with something that's just not us talking about some other creative thing that, that we liked. I won't have it. Um, all right, here we go. 
Have you seen the guy on TikTok that faked his own death so he could scold no, his I haven't looked for not at that yet. I watched the video and the video is not anything special except that he does show up to his own funeral in a helicopter. Yeah, that's but what I, I I don't know. I got to look into that. It's one of those things where I don't know the tone of the prank, but uh, essentially for the listeners, if you haven't seen it, a, a guy in Belgium faked his own death and then showed up at his own funeral as a way of sending the message to his family that why do we wait until tragedy to talk to one another? That's we so should all hang stupid. out. And on the one hand, I was like, oh, that's very clever. And it makes for what I would imagine is a fun video if you watch the whole thing, which I did not do. But on the other hand, it's like, well, you know that you have a phone, too. And if you're yeah. sad that your family's not calling you, you could always call them. This is like. um, This is like if somebody was like, you know what? I really you know what makes a lot of money and everyone seems to enjoy those Mr. Beast videos. I've got a great idea for a Mr. Beast video. And it's going to blow everyone's yeah. mind. And like, no one's there to say like, no, this is a bad idea. Don't do this. And I will um, say this. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm sorry. If I, well, if I showed up to somebody's funeral and I thought that they were dead and then they showed up at a helicopter and they were like, see, I was dead and you wanted to hang out, but you didn't want to hang out with me while I was alive. I'd be like, did you ever think that maybe it's because you might do some stupid fucking shit like this? Now I because don't now I don't want more. to hang out with you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm only here because I was busy and I have a family and now it's because I don't like you. So I'm what's here the deal? a courtesy. And guess what? You only get one. So now I'm not going to the real one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. you're actually not invited to my funeral anymore. Yeah. In fact, you're actually banned. You are I will hire security. I'm going to kill you and then we'll actually have your real funeral. <laughs> How's that? And I won't show up. But I, I would kill. I'd be fucking your off. mom. Yeah, I it was one of those things that I was like, oh, what a clever idea. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, that's dark. Yeah. And I like the darkness of it, but also, you know what? Like you could have just gone to their house, knocked on their door, and been like, I haven't seen you in a while. I make cupcakes. I brought vegan crunch wraps. Let's party. I brought vegan crunch wraps. Let's go. Let's have a fiesta, motherfucker. Let's have a fiesta. Let's have a siesta and do your Let's fun. have a siesta. So uh, you can find everything I do at scullyvision.com. You can follow this show at Hot Property Pod on all of the things. Uh, you can follow our other show at Movie Movie Cast. Be sure to follow that Twitter because we're going to be running a poll for the upcoming episode of I oh, Like yeah. to Movie Movie in which we do a battle about Han Solo versus uh, Indiana Jones. So I will get that up there in the next day or two, uh, which will be before you even listen to this. And uh, yeah, and we're going to have some fun with that. So tune into that. But uh, that's everything for me. Follow my dog at BB underscore the Corgi. Um, check out our merch at Hot Property. That's not right. Tinyurl.com slash Hot Prop Shop. And that's been Hot Property. And as always, it's got to be good. got to be good. And it's got, and it's to, got be to be live and vegan. Right, right.